Nikki Burchett. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we'll be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. I'm ready. How have you been, <laughs> my dear child? <laughs> Mommy, I've been okay. <laughs> Thank you for asking. School is hard. Um, I went and finally got an eye test because oh, I'm blind. You I'm are. blind. Um, I'm like just blind enough. I'm not blind. I'm just blind enough to have it be a thing where I can't like read or like see signs. But I'm also not so blind that I can't see right what's happening around me. Right. Anyways, it's long overdue. So I went and my optometrist was like extremely lovely. She and I spent the entire time talking about animals. Ugh. Did and you, how amazing did they you, are. Did you plug the pod? Did you plug the pod? Or were you like, listen to this cool podcast? <laughs> you know, speaking of animals. How about this? Uh, are you a podcast listener? Have you ever listened to a um, podcast before? But no, I ended up leaving with uh, with two uh, two pairs of sunglasses. And by sunglasses, I mean regular glasses. I don't know <laughs> okay. why I sunglasses. I was like, wow, that's weird. I didn't leave with any sunglasses. Um, but yeah, that was my day, and it was very exciting. And I, I'm very proud of myself because normally I just sit at home like a slug on my days off. And, right? like, physically, mentally, and emotionally recover. Yeah. But I did not do that. Instead, I had my eyes dilated and then tried to drive home, so. Yay! That's so Good exciting. Stuff. Good job. How are you? I'm all right. Week? Uh, I'm Today's my, this is my Friday night, baby. Mm. When we get off this phone call, I'm going to order some Pijon. I'm going to eat the whole fucking thing. I'm going to beat the video game Okami. You hear me? God damn it, that sounds like the best. You fucking hear me right now? Because yeah. I am, like, an hour away from beating that game. Maybe less. I don't know. I'm on, like, the actual end game. I'm, like, 50 hours in. I've collected mm-hmm. every collectible, and now it's time to pass the point of no return. And I'm going to beat that game tonight. I can't wait for you. I so want to be there. I want to be there. I'm going to be there in spirit, but uh, I'm also just going to yeah. not physically be there. I'm so excited. Um, Incredible. And, yeah, my work week, it's over, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You are living that blessed Who life. Even cares. I do have some like penguin stuff. I got like a penguin baby, and um, his parents are just like in my goddamn grill. And like uh-huh. I also like raised this child, and so he's like uh-huh. mommy, and he like makes mommy noises at me. And then his parents mm-hmm. come from the, out of the fucking woodwork and just come and just attack me. <laughs> I'm like, can mm-hmm. you not? Mm-hmm. I'm just like very angry that like I'm mommy and he baby, and like they're mm-hmm. no longer mommy. So he like they, they're coming out and they're like you will never talk to my son. Again. Yeah. So like I sit down and he runs to me and he's like ah and he like tries to climb on my lap and like the moment I touch him they come out of nowhere and just fucking peck the ever loving shit out of me. Like they like tag you. There's like bop and then they're just like give you this shitty face and I'm like he's on me. He is on me. I'm yeah. Like, well, maybe you'll think twice next time before you had such a welcoming. Before lap. you just love your child. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? There's are you a fucking blowing fruit fly. your nose? <laughs> no. Oh, is there a weird sound? I heard the craziest sound. I it was, was someone the microphone cord. Oh, what? That may have been it. Maybe. Yeah, or my headphone cord. It was like r- brushing on my pant leg because it's twelve feet long. <laughs> you know how <laughs> that they might do. be it. I don't know. That was weird. I thought you were just like talking and blowing your nose at the same time, and I was gonna be like, "Hey, Fonda, <laughs> maybe quit." What kind of ventriloquy shit? Can you quit that? <laughs> fucking cut um, it out yeah well cool uh, i'm glad that we're both alive yeah living living honestly not doing too bad and you've got p johns on the horizon p johns it's like an hour out ah maybe i'll have p johns too solidarity please join me we have to help their stocks they're failing <laughs> their stocks uh, we're the only ones keeping them alive also p johns you gotta throw a bone my way man like can if, you okay can I get a okay coupon listen, or something okay. so like papa john schnatter was like a bad person we all get yeah. that he was like anti- i don't watch no no no. if we're talking about the man i don't really want to call him papa <laughs> i'd like to just call him john's shit john what's his name schnatter, schnatter. there we go <laughs> but he is the papa <laughs> text you I do text okay you. i don't know <laughs> it's like crooked witch finger i was like Zap! no i don't know if you heard i was rambling about a fruit fly like a second ago and it literally flew into my throat just now john papa yeah no. you, you you fucking say his god-given name and it is papa john 
Don't you dare ever talk bad oh, about shit. him again. Oh, shit. I'm a believer. I'm throwing myself back into religion. I'm sorry. All I humbly I'm saying, offer myself up. I mean, I was saying, I was in the midst of saying he's a horrible person. <laughs> oh, and my God. He hooks me. No. He got the wires crossed. And he, ruined, he ruined his brand, right? And that's why it's failing. So what do they need? New spokespeople. Who is a perfect spokespeople? Flora and Fauna. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know what? I won't say perfect, but we're better than him. We're are we racist Nazis and like I don't know what what else? Uh, anti, uh, what's the one where you don't like Jewish people? Semite, anti Semite, anti Semite. Yeah, that's yeah. We're not. We're none of those things. I'm none um, of them. No, not not any of those things. So I think we'd probably make it for past like the first round of interviews. Yeah, I think stocks would shoot if we were allowed to put memes on the boxes. Done. Oh, you know what? Done. You're so right. That's what the millennials want in this day and age. They want pizza and memes, and that's it. And they want you to leave them alone and not talk on the phone. Yeah. And I can do all of those things. I can do. We, you can text order. So, like, you just oh! text at Papa, and, like, oh, we shit. deliver you a pizza. And, like, you don't even have to get cash. You can Venmo. Mm. You know what, though? I'm going to make this part of herstory, and I'm going to call it Mama John's. <laughs> this is Mama John's speaking. Hey, it's Mama John. What can I get you, babe? Take a fucking bite, babe. Oh, uh, incredible. Okay, Here's Papa. Your fucking zop, babe. Hey, at Papa, when this, when this comes out, we're going to tweet this at Papa John and say, please listen to the first seven minutes, and let us know what you think. Thanks. And maybe They're stop listening at the seven minutes because we're about to get real weird. So don't listen to that after this part. <laughs> unless, I mean, unless you want to listen about animals and learn. <laughs> okay, is this Papa? But stop yeah. listening. Now we're going to get grimy. Great, great, great. Here for it. Okay, so two weeks ago I asked the patrons for a bug. And they yes, sent me a lot of bugs. Yeah, and they were all excited about that. Yeah, and I got excited. So then I was like, I'm going to do two in a row. But I love. You know what's funny is that one time where you asked for like a fish or something, and it was like crickets. Like no one responded to you for days. I know, <laughs> and it was really weird. Um, that was and great. now they understand my like weird comments and like what they. Yeah, mean. we're out of the dark days. Um, but my favorite. I always say this. I never have it open. I should open it. My favorite, and now I've clicked so many buttons that my computer probably has stopped functioning. Mm-hmm. I literally have a black screen. Did it's you probably hear that? still working. Do I want a Firefox software update? No, I don't. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Is right now the perfect time for that? Remember yes, when we got to buy new computers? We got to buy new computers. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So my favorite. Okay, so I was like, give me a bug. Like, baby baby needs a new set of bugs. And uh, they obliged. But my favorite comment. Oh, my God. Patreon. Stop with your fucking pop-ups. Is that, <laughs> Is that somebody? No. Is that somebody? I'm going to edit all of this bumbling out. Okay, this person. Bethany. Thanks, Bethany. I said, it's bug hours. Give me bugs. Bethany said, not a bug, but how about an ice worm? And then I'm just like, sold. I love- That's I, it. I, I asked for a bug, and you're like, this isn't even what you asked for, but like, what about this? Like, yes, absolutely. I love 10 that. 10 out of 10 on that delivery, too. Not a bug, but how about this thing that sounds grimy? Yeah. She knew. And probably that Fauna thinks is a bug, because she thinks snails are bugs. So like, maybe worms are bugs? Everything's bugs. I can make the argument that anything's a bug because bug is just a, a, a common term. Yeah, so this is uh, the ice worm. We're going to talk about ice worms. That sounds rad as hell, man. It's pretty cool. And just hold on because it gets cooler. So this is the... Yeah, it's a fucking ice worm, man. That's what it's called. I don't know what else it's going to say. This is an animal. It's a in the phylum Annelida. Annelida. Annelid. Mm-hmm. So Those this is worms. A, this is a worm. This is a ringed, segmented worm. This you know what? I love a good segmented worm. I do too. And you know my favorite my favorite segment? The clitellum. No. Because it kind of has the word clit in it. Right, right, right. So <laughs> back the, to her story. <laughs> <laughs> so the class is Clytellata. Um and oh, these are nice. all of the worms that have that collar. You know, like when you see an earthworm and it has that band-aid that it yes. wears. Yes. Yeah, that choker. So that's the clitellum. So this is going to be these guys. This is. The- I love this. Like, I'm sorry. I just like yeah, love go. this narrative of going to like click class and you've got your like choker on and you're just like ready to fucking learn. Like, like that's what this worm life is. You fucking worm in and you like sit up front and like you look over and there's a hyena and she's like, I'm here for click class too. Like, thanks for coming. 
Yeah, hey y'all, it's Clit Class. Everyone with the clit, show up. Show up. The spider monkeys are there. <laughs> the spider monkeys are there. <laughs> They're there. They're there. <laughs> Hell yes, I love it. Okay, tell me more about this big worm. Okay, order Haplotaxida, Phylum, Enchytridae, Genus Mesenchytraeus, yeah. and species specifically the Solifugus. So cool. Oh. So the majority of there's like more than one species, okay? There's like a bajillion ice worms, I guess. There's like five thousand or something in this mm-hmm. order. I don't know. I didn't write that down. Um, and the lot. majority of like these worms are going to be living in the Mesenchytraeus, I guess. Which I don't know if I'm saying right because I'm reading my awful handwriting. Um, they okay. live in like gravel beds and banks of kind of like riverside habitats. But okay. this crazy ice worm lives in fucking, excuse me, lives in glaciers. Whoa! Which, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Spoilers. Yeah. From Spoiler the alert. Um, it lives in a glacier, which is not like a riverbed. So like a very different place. Mm-hmm. So these guys inhabit the coastal glaciers in the northwest portion of North America. Okay. Um, so description-wise, like what are we talking about? Baby, we're talking about worms. Yes, finally. So they're about 15 millimeters long. These are teeny, Ew. tiny worms, like penny-sized little, like, you're like, is that a string from my shirt? No, it's a worm. Like, it's tiny. Oh, shit. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was, like, a big worm, a big but worm. that's a little no, worm. No, these are very small. They're only half a millimeter wide. Whoa! Tiny. Um, but they're, okay, I just dropped all my papers. They're very yep. fluid. They're very flexible. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. It's a worm. If you can't picture a worm, like, I don't. I don't know how to help you. So, do in the so. grand scheme of pastas, is this like an angel hair? This is absolutely style? like you. You cut a piece of angel hair, hair pasta into like thirds, and it's like the okay. third of that diameter, and then Excellent. you cut it into seven million pieces because they're so short. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Um, I you know, at this podcast, we're in the business of. Translating things to things people know and love, like school buses and <laughs> pasta. So, I, anything I can do to help. <laughs> so, like in the scheme of like a school bus, I would say it is like, like a, a like sort of long piece of eyebrow hair that like fell out of that like the bully and like fell on the Excellent. floor of the school bus. Like that the is bully. What, it's the bully. He has a lot you know of eyebrow bullies. hair. Yeah, the bullies always do. They do. If you got a lot of eyebrow hair. Take a look at yourself in the They're mirror. They're pretty hairy, maybe and that's were... what makes them so angry. Well, maybe you were the enemy all along, so check yourself. That's why you pluck your eyebrows. Okay, so the lifespan of these guys is thought to be about five to ten years. Whoa, that's more than I thought. I that's, thought you were going to say, like, five days. That's dope for a worm. That's really good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, coloration, they're pretty dark. They have, like, a really heavy pigmentation, so they're dark brown mm-hmm. and coloration. Okay. Um. In 1898, when they were named by Carlo Emery, the species Solifugus, uh, he named them because that name means fleeing from the sun. So they like to stay under because they're like this dark coloration and they like reflect this dark color. I don't know how like color works Um, anyway, but they do spend a lot of time um, under the ice. So that is why he named them as such. I do have some just worm facts. Do you want some just, like, general, just, like, oh, this is how worms do? I, I've i been waiting for this. I don't know why it took us 67 episodes to get to the worm facts. That's but true. We haven't done them. any worms. Okay, so. My body's ready. So the Clytellata, which is that, um, what I say, the order? Clitoris. Is it the phylum or something? Class. Class, right? Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, class. So the Clytellum is that collar that they have, that, like, band-aid choker that they wear and yes. do you even know what that is because i feel like at one point i did but i didn't remember do you remember uh i used to know because i taught um like a zoology <laughs> lab and we did a whole segment on worms a whole part segment <laughs> anyways i don't remember me either okay so yeah it is it helps secrete a fluid that Ooh. forms a reproductive cocoon during like a part of their reproductive cycle Hell yeah. Yeah, so it's just like this is like juicy thing. So it is found. It's like a lube pocket. It's found on the anterior portion of the worm. So I feel like whenever I look at worms, I'm always like, there's the front, like there's the band aid. But that's its back. Yeah, Yeah, that's the butt. 
It's the caboose. It's the caboose band-aid. Uh, and the main function of it is, like, to store eggs and then make this, like, secretion fluid thing. Imagine that. Imagine your choker is just full of lube. You just pop that wherever you need it. But it's also on your butt. And it also has eggs. Eggs and lube. Like, what a go-to yeah. appendage. It's like, it's like a little fanny pack. One stop I'm shop. Gonna, I brought this up before. I'm going to bring it up again. Please. There is a whole YouTube video. Um, it's a green porno series by Isabella Rossellini. And she goes on about, like, strange animal sex. And she does one on worms. And she talks about this little, like fluid thing and how they reproduce if you haven't looked at it or seen it before i highly recommend because it's extremely weird because she dresses up in these costumes and like acts out what happens in like a very strange asmr kind of way wow um you just like my phone booped when you were like doing that ad for somebody else that's not us and it said that you wanted to video call me and i rejected your offer oh I did not want to video call you. Please. I would never. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> That's way too intimate. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. It's really strange, and I just feel like maybe our listeners would be into that. Oh, I'm sure. Anyways, tell me more about this egg loop sack. Yeah, okay, so the um, the Liga Keats, uh, which are like... Sorry, what? <laughs> the Liga Keats. The Illegal? It's oligo. I don't know if I'm if I am enunciating oligo. Oh, like o- oligo keats. Oligo keats. Okay. So, um, I think this is an oligo keat. Oligo keat. Oligo keat. Mm-hmm. Dude, whatever. This is a subclass, and this is these are in this subclass. I think the ice worm. Um. Oh. So just like anatomy wise, for all of these like oligo keats, oligo keats. <laughs> Their whole body is like a worm tube. Like, there's just a tube. Their whole body <laughs> is like a digestive tract that runs inside them. Oh but they God. do. I, I'm just like dissociating as you're saying these words. <laughs> I was What also, are you saying? Also, like, their digestive tract is like the length of their body. Like, they don't okay. have a lot of innards. You know? Okay, that works. Yeah, because you're just like, they're worms, and they've got worm <laughs> bodies, and they're digestive worms. I know. Like, I what? I, what? Only, I only wrote down, like, key words, and I'm I'm not getting there. But um, they do have a pharynx that helps suck in food. Uh, but oh, other yeah. than that, there's, like, not a whole lot going on inside. They do not have lungs because they're breathing through their skin. Like, there's not – oh, I guess I shouldn't say they don't have lungs. They don't have gills because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, they breathe through their gross, moist skin. That's a gross. Uh, that's a dewy, glowing summer skin. Okay. She's <laughs> <laughs> got that natural glow. Okay. Uh, locomotion wise, you know that like inching, wormy thing yeah. that they do. That is called uh-huh. peristalsis. Fuck yeah! That's what our that's what our digestive tract does. Does it? Yes. Yeah. That's that like involuntary like muscular movement where the the muscles sort of, like, ripple in a downward motion continuously, and that's what, like, moves the poop out of our bodies. What well, also makes worms go. Fuck yeah! So, yeah, it's the alternation of contraction and relaxation of the circular and longitudinal muscles. So they, like, alternate. Fuck, this episode's getting sexier by the second. Really? You just talked about shit coming out. Is that sexy? Stand by it. Okay. These Someone guys out there is like, also, she's doing it. <laughs> they also burrow, right? All worms. You've seen worms in the ground. Like, how do they get in there? Oh, my God. Not all worms. They force the front end of themselves into a crevice, and then they widen it by widening their body. Hmm. During this process, large quantities of soil are swallowed. <laughs> oh. And they <laughs> mix them with mucus, and then as it passes through, it helps plaster the sides of the tunnel. So if you ever, like opened up a worm tunnel you know he like dug a little boy out of his hole and it's like slimy in there that's because he's like shat out some dirt and like made it extra slimy damn it's like a little conveyor belt of like slimy dirt yeah fuck that's smart i guess that's how i get through crowds i start taking chomps out of people (laughs) i'm gonna consume you and then shit you out in like a greasier way and then you're gonna Mm -hmm. make my home make the walls to my home Um, these guys are hermaphroditic, which we've yes. gone over before. I think we've gone over animals who 
Oh my god, am I Ooh. boring you? Yeah. Are you boring yourself? <laughs> boring myself. <laughs> oh my god. Um, are hermaphrodites. So that means that their body produces m- both male and female gametes. So like they can okay. just rock and roll on their own. Yeah. Uh, they don't do any external sperm transfer, so like nothing is happening outside. Um, all of the fertilization is happening in that clitellum. So in that clit zone is where it's party time. Hell yeah. Party time. So those were just worm facts. So thanks for joining me, uh, Flora, here with just general worm facts. Now we're back to ice worm facts. Fuck yeah. So habitat-wise, like I said, they are living in North American glacier zones. So anywhere from like Alaska to Washington State. And they're and then, pretty high density. So, like, where there's one, there's 300. So, they can be anywhere from, like, 30 to 300 per square meter. So, they're basically just covering all of Canada. It's just worms. Just all worms. <laughs> it's worms all the way down. <laughs> it's just worms. In fact, on the Byron Glacier, which is found in Alaska, there is an estimated 30 million on just that one glacier. Huh. So, it's safe to say... That the number of ice worms on all glaciers greatly surpasses the entire human population. Well, that's an ominous statement, and I just feel like I just feel like that's the statement that sets up the horror film that's going to be released in twenty twenty one, right? Like that's at the beginning, like just the, just like on the bottom of the news feed that like you see the character like making coffee, and then the back yes. is just like there's a shit ton of ice worms, and then like an hour later there's just like a fucking ice worm like tremor style bursts out of the ground and just like well that's what i'm saying is like those glaciers are melting so like we're about to release where are all the worms the worms release the worms release the worms you know what these worms look like they remind me of those little like fibers that they put on dollar bills in the united states to like help with what's that called uh where you like, make a copy of it laundering money laundering counterfeiting yeah, bills why not counterfeit there we go yeah it's to like decrease that but they've got these like little fibers in the bills that's exactly what these worms look like except wow. they're just like dark brown weird that's those uh relatable facts you know trying what to it make looks sure like the general public knows what it looks like when i was in college i had a betta fish and it looks like betta fish poop hey there you go you know how like they poop so, out that little string <laughs> that they do um so if my dollar bill analogy <laughs> didn't work for you try flora's betta fish poop if one. you've never counterfeited maybe covered- dollar bills and can't relate to that story come on over hop on pop and come with me <laughs> hop on pop over to betta fish camp and we'll talk betta fish shit all day i'm here all day those are the only two camps though there's no other camp sorry no. And you might meet your twin at this one. And you're not allowed to come London to my camp life. if you have lice. We gotta check for lice first before you get on the school bus. My camp is full of lice, so. <laughs> come to me. Anyway, children. so yeah, I think that's 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 an om- ominous fact. There's lots of worms up there, man. It is, especially since, like, our current, like, climate is kind of a ticking time bomb, right? I feel like they have the high ground, too, right? Like, they're on, like, a Absolutely. glacier. Absolutely. All they need to do is slip and slide on out. It'll be like that book I read where, like, they mix with toxoplasmosis and then they take over our brains and our whole bodies and then they control us. Yeah, that was a fun book that you told me about and I had nightmares. <laughs> I loved it. Okay. Okay, here's okay. Here's the weaknesses. Let's get into – okay, they're obviously super superhuman. <laughs> they're not human. <laughs> they're obviously uh, – uh, fact number one, they're superhuman. I think we can all agree. So can that, we move forward? <laughs> so fact number two, they have a very, very narrow temperature constraints. So okay. their range is very, very small. Mm. If it is under, uh, well, let me just see. Um, okay, so they can handle, like, why didn't I just write down the goddamn range? Uh, anywhere from, like, <laughs> 7 degrees Celsius. Uh-huh. No, like, 5. Wait. Like, 5 degrees Celsius to, okay. like, negative 5 degrees Celsius. And, like, that's it. Oh, Okay, so basically if it's negative 6.8 degrees Celsius, which is uh-huh. 19.8 degrees Fahrenheit, they're going to freeze. Oh, I see. So that's too that cold. That's so good. Yeah. There was a moment when Flora and I worked together previously where she forgot what the freezing temperature of water was. I didn't forget. I never knew and I never cared. And you brought this up before and shamed me in another episode, so I'm going to keep going. I know. I just thought it was worth mentioning. So again. if... <laughs> They're exposed to temperatures above 5 degrees Celsius or 41 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. They start decomposing. Oh, shit. So, like, there's a small range there. Like, no! like 20 to 41 degrees Fahrenheit. 
that they're good. Yeah. So when I say decompose, decompose, when I say it in a weird way like that, I actually yeah. mean that they melt, kind of. So oh. they go through something called autolysis, which is basically self-digestion. And that is no. when the destruction of a cell happens through the action of its the cell's own enzyme. So it kind of eats itself and it, like, melts. Fuck. So it doesn't just die and, like, get too hot. It, like goos away it like yeah, goos yeah. itself Ooh. but this is the only known worm to spend its entire life in temperatures like near fucking zero degrees which is by the way 32 degrees Fahrenheit. excellent excellent um, um even okay. even if there's like a glacier and there's like a, a field i don't know a fjord next to the glacier fuck yeah and that fjord is also zero degrees Celsius, they're like, nah, brah. Like, I'm sticking to the glacier. Like, they don't venture out. They just stay on their glacier. Interesting. So you might be like, Flora, what do they eat? Oh, yeah. Uh, Flora, what on earth do they eat? Well, they eat snow algae. <laughs> Duh. Oh, shit. Duh, you, I should have known. Duh, you numbat. Ah, uh, damn it. They eat snow algae and pollen. Well, fuck. They're fucking great which, for allergies then, aren't which, they? Which, like, to me, I feel like is, like, us surviving yeah. on just like a big fun dip <laughs> you're just eating yeah. dust yeah honestly but also at the same time like that dust is probably like the size of like a cheeseburger to them right like yeah so if i'm eating like cheeseburger size crystals of fun dip <laughs> then yeah is that sustaining are you good i'm probably feeling pretty good <laughs> uh and they also go through this like weird cycle that i kind of mentioned before where they avoid sunlight so that's yeah. still a thing. So um, they call it like a diurnal cycle. Basically at first light. So it's like, the, it's stupid because it's called a diurnal cycle and it's the opposite. I mean, the cycle depends on the sun, but they're avoiding the sun. So at first light, they go down into the glacier and sink down away from the sun. Mm-hmm. And then a few hours before sunset, they start poking out and like slurping around and try to get their, their snow algae on. Mm-hmm. Um, they can, however be found in daylight so it's not like they're never out uh-huh um but like if they're in like a little glacial pond or in like a little glacial stream they will hang out in daylight and that's scientists think the reason is because the water is kind of blocking out the sun and like the like these huge wavelengths that are causing the temperature to rise on like the surface of the glacier they're being blocked out by the water so the water is staying pretty temperature consistent Oh, and okay. that's staying closer to, like, zero degrees, whereas, like, the surface of the glacier is warming up too much for them, where they would turn to goo. Ah, I see. It's kind of like a gremlin, right? Like, you can't feed gremlins after midnight. Like, you can't take your right. ice worms out past noon. Yeah, I think that, I think we're in gremlin territory for sure. I was also going to say, like, this is, like, gremlins meets, like, at the risk of sounding misogynistic, like, basic fall bitch. I say it in the most loving way. Because, like, she only want to be out in that certain temperature. I think basic and fall bitch can be a boy. I don't think that's misogynistic, right? Well, I just mean the word bitch. But oh. I'm using it in a loving way. Yeah. I um, but I think, like, you know, she's, like, coming out. She's got her scarves on. She's, like, ready to put her little booties on. She's got her pumpkin spice latte. But she doesn't want to be out if it's too warm, right? You're just right. going to, like, roast. And at the same time, if it's too cold, then she's going to get really upset and, like, complain all the time. Cold. Yeah. Like my so I think we've got, like, like, a, like, a basic fall gremlin bitch. I'm here Pretty for much. it. I think we've covered all the bases there. All of them. Done. Um, okay, when they are found in streams, they typically, like, cling to the surface. So they're not getting, like, swept around. Like, they're not here to, like, go on the lazy river. Wait, they cling to the surface of the stream? Yeah. What? I don't know. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I think they How just... does that keep them stationary? Because it's the size of a string. I don't know. It probably doesn't weigh enough to, to matter. What? <laughs> it maybe clings to, like, the side. I don't know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> they've been observed gyrating their heads in the stream. Oh, yeah. And yep. the scientists think that they're, like, swishing their heads around and, like, catching the pollen and the algae that's being, like, you know, floated around. You know what they're also doing, though? No. Looking rad as hell. Oh, head big. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, 
And yes, also scientists. Like, we don't know a whole lot about them because they're not like out during the day. I mean, there's yeah. a billion of them, but like we're sleeping, you know? Like, I can't. Yep, yep. Like, yep. how am I going to do, how am I going to do science at night? Like, who's going to do science at night? There's no like third shift science. You, yeah, you can't actually do science at night. You That's have why to do we don't science. know a lot about the nighttime. Exactly. You have to do science during the day. So, like, we don't yep. know a whole lot about them. Mm-hmm. But we think, especially, like, reproduction-wise, we're kind of like, eh, I don't know. But um, in ponds, they see them, like, in a chunk, like, in a bundle. And they think they're just, like, doing bone-down stuff. A chunk? <laughs> like, like a, a big, big old chunk of worms. Just a chunk of worm. So, I'd like to think two scientists are looking knows? around and they like one elbows the other and it's like, hey, look at that chunk of worms. And the other one's like, nice spot, Terry. And they go and investigate. But not at night. Science happens. Yeah, not at night though. So in winter in like Alaska and all these places, it the temperature is like way different than that tiny range that I talked about. Like it can go yeah. negative fucking 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Which is negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. What? Really? Yeah. I googled that a bunch, and I don't really understand it still. Wait, and I what? thought you would be able to help me, and you seem just as confused. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. Negative forty degrees Celsius. Okay. If you convert it to Fahrenheit, it gets converted to negative forty degrees Fahrenheit. How does that work? I don't understand Celsius. I barely and I also don't understand Fahrenheit, I so I don't know why I've shouted about Celsius. I don't understand Fahrenheit. I mean, neither one of them mean anything in the grand cosmic scheme of things. But when things. you convert it, does it not? Yeah, it does do that. But what is what is it in Kelvin? That's the only thing I measure things in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way that I bake. Why? Um, okay, why what? is negative 40 the same in F and C? I'm looking at the formula for the conversion, and it's degrees Celsius times 9 over 5. And that quantity plus 32, 32 is what equals Fahrenheit. What? Sorry? What? So do do the, okay, wait, what's the equation? Negative? All right, so, so it's like, degrees it. Celsius times 9 over 5. Okay, wait, let me get there. Okay, so degrees, we're at negative 40, 40. times 9 fifths. 9 divided by 5. I put it in parentheses in case you're wondering. Okay. Great. That gives me negative 72. Okay, and then you're going to add 32. I added 32, it. and it gave me yeah. negative 40. <laughs> <laughs> this is like those crazy fucking math problems in middle school where it was like you do 50 steps of math and you end up with the same number as everyone else regardless of the number you started with. <laughs> this is some David Blaine alchemy. I don't quite understand, and I'm too scared to ask. <laughs> right? Okay, so it can reach negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit and Celsius. So, um, during the winter time, they kind of, like, hang out below the surface. Because okay. even though it's getting, like, way colder, there's snow falling, and the snow is going to insulate, like, underground, too. So they don't, like, die off in the winter or anything like that. Um, but also, when they're underground, they're closer to the center of the Earth. Yeah, sure. And, and also, again, this makes it difficult. Like, we can't study them in winter at all because they're just, like, underground. And, like, scientists are like, it's cold outside. Like, I can't go. Right, the scientists looking around, they're like, I don't even see any worms. I guess there aren't any here. I came out during the day to see worms. There are none. So I'm going home. Science done. And I'm billing you for the whole day. (laughs) You're going to get a big old science bill from Science (laughs) Incorporated. Expect that coming down the pipeline. I choked. I choked. I spit my beer out on my body because you said science bill. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get a fucking big old science bill. So you've been fucking... <laughs> I choked. Ew, there's going to be audio uh, of me spitting. <laughs> well, the episode started with me hacking up a fruit fly, so like this is like extreme ASMR fetish right here. <sighs> we don't disappoint. We do a bunch of stuff, but disappointing what they is, want is not one of them. So you might be thinking like, this worm's great and all, but what can it do for me? That's exactly... How did you know? Because <laughs> I know people. And you know worms, and you know me. And I know and I am I am the halfway between a people and a worm. I know what. I am the anamorph. I am the halfway strange lizard girl on the cover. The middle. That's me. The middle one? Great. Yep. So, like, I know what I can do for the worm, but what can the worm do for me? You right, know? Right. So right, we are right. studying them for medical reasons. The Obby. biggest being, like, what prevents them from being so cold? Like, why don't they freeze at negative fucking 40 degrees? Whatever. 
I think the scientists' first question when they, like, first discovered this worm was, like, how did they get off being so cool? And then they realized they couldn't scientifically measure that. And so their backup question was, like, how they live so cold. Right. Like, my hypothesis was, like, when did, like, when in the evolutionary line did they get super dank? Yeah. But, like, you're going to have a hard time measuring that. There wasn't a consensus, right? Because everyone's level of dankness is, like, well, I thought they did it, like, a bunch, like, a long time ago. And you're, like, well, I think they just, like, just recently got, like, as dank as they are going to get. You know what it was? They submitted it to Daddy D, and he was like, you can't accurately measure this. Like, yeah. it's very subjective. But, like, I am of the the strong belief that they've always been dank. And right. they're like, well, I guess we'll go with plan B. And it did take me seven hours to read your uh, paper and analysis, and I'm going to give you a science bill for seven hours. So you're going to have yeah, to Yeah, just – if you could stop by reception on the way out and, like, pay your science bill, that'd you're be great. overdue. Uh, but no, this is a good... And I'm extremely disappointed in you. No more science for you. You can't practice science at night. And that's how we got here. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we got to where we are today. Another conspiracy in the books. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Here's more about worms. So... Oh, yes. Like, why would it be important? Like, why do we care about them not freezing? Well, apparently, that could be really helpful in preserving organs for transport because we could make them very cold but not have them freeze. And it could extend the life of vital organs during transplants. It also could help us figure out if and how extraterrestrials can live on colder planets because there's a lot of cold planets because there's only one of the sun things, you know. This is super relatable to me because those are the two questions that kind of like plague me in my day-to-day life. Right. Like, constantly. I'm. That's really cool, though. Like, what an amazing adaptation and, like, application yeah. that could be for humans. And also, you know I love hearing about aliens. Well, whenever I just look at pictures of, like, cold places, I just think of John Carpenter's The Thing. And I just feel like this is, like, some, some kind of John Carpenter's The Thing. Wasn't that guy Kurt Russell in that movie? Yeah, he's in the first one. I always get well, Kurt and by Russell first one, and I mean, there's only one, but they remade it. And, <laughs> and the first one and the only one. Well, they remade it. Get, and it was dumb. Oh yeah, I always get him and Val Kilmer mixed up. I don't know what my problem is. I but... think Kurt always had more hair than Val. Val had a square, yeah. big square face. Well, I think at the same time, like Patrick Swayze sometimes comes into that like triangle yeah. of stars. Anywho. I'm off topic. I want to get back to the worms. None of them do research at night, though. That's the one thing they do all have in common, and that's probably where you get confused because you went out at night and, like, no one was there. But then during the day, they're all there together doing science, and they all look the same. Yeah, and I just couldn't tell them apart. That's what it was. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Okay, and these guys do get nibbled on. I know they're very small, but there are small birds who like nibbling on them. So they do get eaten when they come to the surface by snow buntings, which I didn't even look up what that, like, looks like. Snow buntings. You're like, hold the fuck up. You said the word bunting. Yeah, it's a tiny, adorable bird. Oh, it is. It looks It looks like a stuffed bird, like an uh, ornament you put on your Look Christmas at her tree. blush. Yeah, it's unbelievable. She's got like a- Beautiful. Like a burnt orange blush. She's fucking beautiful. Ew, her beak is perfect. Don't say ew. <laughs> I ew. said ew in like an un- like, I just can't even process it. Look at how way. small it is. It's like an afterthought. Like, it's a tic-tac. It is a tic-tac. No, it looks exactly like those bird freaking ornaments. It I does. the ornament version on my tree, but I, I don't want the bird version because they are, um, I mean, they're at least concerned, but I also don't condone owning exotic animals. Anyways. So, um, like, if she ate a worm and I, if you were like, what kind of, like, flora, like, here's your test, I would have drawn a really small worm because her beak is fucking tiny. Yeah, it is really small. And then for her, it's like her eating like one big piece of pasta, like one big angel hair pasta. Right. So imagine you just sit down to dinner and like to size it up, it would be like the diameter of 10 Twizzlers. Well, haven't <laughs> and you it's seen just that this big... like three foot long piece of pasta and you're like, all right, time to you tuck in. You know how like sometimes there's those candy stores at the mall that all they do is sell candy? And sometimes they have that <laughs> big gummy worm that's like the diameter of like a softball. Have you seen yes. those? Yes. That would be like, we're just like choking that bad boy down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, tuck in. Maybe swallow a hole. You don't have teeth. Because you're a bird. Fuck. Also, um, I just want to say that in my Google search, you know, when you scroll down and it's like other things people search for, mm-hmm. the top result is just bird. 
Not even like a specific bird, just says bird. Just bird. So I think people saw this and they're like, oh shit, this has made me want to learn more about this so-called bird. What's a bird? <laughs> hey, let me just Oh Google. shit. What what dis? I'm sorry, a wasp just flew by my window and it was carrying what looked like a potato chip. Listen, it looked like a barbecue potato chip. Or uh, I think you need to do a bit more Google on bird, because that sounds like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I also think you need to do a bit of a Google on who the fuck I am, because I'm Fauna. Fuck! Did I say Flora? <laughs> I did. always think in my head, I'm Flora, say Fauna. But then because, <laughs> I'm I, Flora. Say, I'm Flora. because I say both of them in my head, then I just like say one or the other for no reason. All right, well, it's chaos. I mean, I guess we'll never know on that one, because he gone. Anywho. Uh, so the ice worm, you might be thinking, like, wow, like, there's nothing about the ice worm, like, in media, right? Like, you are really inside my head in this episode. Like, <laughs> we are so in sync. Like, you're How just thinking, you know? like, there's nothing. Like, there's That's exactly just, what I was thinking. Like, just this nothing. is the end of the episode because there's nothing, right? Like, uh-huh. there's nothing more to even talk about. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Shit. <laughs> there is the Cordova, which is apparently a town in Alaska. Ice okay. Worm Festival, baby. What? There's a festival. This was made for us. If there's any festival in the entire world, the Ice Worm Festival is like got our name written I'm, over it. I'm telling you, like I was thinking in my head, like if we ever had a Keeper Chat meetup, it would be at the Cordova Ice Worm Festival. I was like reading about this thing. It's so fucking fun. It's so cool. It's like Man. the coolest shit. Okay. The Cordova Ice Worm Festival is a very real thing that happens in Alaska every single year and has for the past, like, I don't know, 50 fucking years. Um, in 2020, it is January 25th to February 1st. So you still have time. That's a good bit. To uh, fly there. However, mm-hmm. you can't, like, fly directly to fucking Cordova because it's, like, the tiniest town in existence and there are no mm-hmm. roads there. So you yeah. have to take, like, a small seaplane or uh, a ferry. Shit. So this place is, like, off the beaten path the show yeah so there was like i guess a million years ago and they were just like we want to do something fun we're like a tiny town and like everybody knows each other and like we just want to have a good time so it. like let's make an ice worm festival and everyone was like uh-huh. yes let's do that mm-hmm. so it was created in 1961 and it's usually in the winter time because they wanted to just like lift everybody's spirits like it's cold the sun doesn't shine, right? Is that when it doesn't shine for the winter, or does it shine all the time in the winter? I can't remember. Well, it must. Uh, they're connected to the United going, States, so it can't. It has to not shine. They're not like yeah. A, I I'm going off what I saw in Thirty Days of Night, and there was no sunshine. There's no sun. Yeah, so I think it's a bit dimmer, and they don't get a lot of vitamin D. There's a lot of depression in the northern hemisphere. You know, up they there. gotta get those prisms, man. They have to get those light prisms that that eat your sadness. So mm-hmm. it was just created to, yeah, lift the spirits. So um, the first Cordova Ice Worm Festival is what I, like, looked into. Um, yes. Mainly because there was just, like, a button on their homepage that told you all about it, and then I just wrote down all the things about it. Mm-hmm. So they had a mascot contest, the first one, and it was, like, whoever oh, makes the best Ice Worm mascot gets a $15 prize. <laughs> That's a good deal. Yeah, 1961, 15 bucks goes a long way. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure this is the image. Like, if you Google Cordova Ice Worm Festival, there's, like, this black and white photo of this just, like, giant snowball worm, and there's, like, a hundred people, like, inside of it. Okay. And, like, I think that's the one that won. Oh, shit. I'm looking it up right now. It's very cute. He has, like, earmuffs on, I think, or something. Or he's got something on his face. This town looks really quaint. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Oh, that's really good. I love him. Yeah, so you can see there's other iterations, too, of, like, that same. Oh, I love the, like, 50-foot worm that all the people are under. Yes. So it's kind of like the um, Chinese New Year dragons that they have sometimes. Yes. But it's an ice worm. It's huge. It's huge. So, uh, yeah, that guy won $15. Um, There's a parade. So there's, like, a parade that goes through town. They have different kinds of contests. Um, this is, okay, I'm telling you about the first one, right? So, like, this is, it's gone beyond what I'm talking about now. Like, there's yeah, so. Yeah, but they, like, went all out for that first one. They did, which is incredible. So, there yeah. was, like, halibut and salmon fishing, but you, like, weren't allowed to do it from the boat. Like, you had to do it from the dock. Okay. Um, all adult males, I guess, who were capable of growing a beard had to start growing a beard 
on the same day in December. And if you didn't comply, you were allowed to be arrested. Executed. <laughs> arrested. <laughs> Holy shit. And dragged before the iceworm magistrate for punishment. What? So apparently oh. this one guy, um, his name is Mudhole Smith. <laughs> Mudhole. <laughs> he was the owner of the Cordova Airlines. So I guess like the small biplanes or whatever that were there. Yeah. He was drugged in front of the magistrate and ordered to shout, fly Pacific Northern Airlines, ten times. Oh, that's the worst thing they could have done to that man. <laughs> oh, poor fucking mud hole. Oh. Holy shit, they like fucking gutted that dude. They fucking slaughtered him in front of everybody. I love how seriously this is taken. It really gives me kind of like um, uh, like a year without Santa Claus vibe where you have those like really strange winter creatures that yes. like come out and like rule everything like, like there's this is very good what's the there's krampus and then there's the ice worm yes yes <laughs> yes yes the ice worm is not it does not have anything to do with like presence and whether you're good or bad you just have to have a beard you just <laughs> or, or you will displease him <laughs> or you have to do or he, he hexes you he fucking hexes you. Uh, so the first year there also was a beauty contest, and they awarded the Ice Worm Queen with a crown. But, okay, well that's my new life goal. Buy everything else. Ice Worm Queen. Ice Worm Queen, that has to be me. I have to, I have to have it. I have to have it. They also Start had training. skiing, or if there wasn't skiing, there like if there wasn't like fresh snow, they were going to do like a race where you had to like hold your skis. Um, and oh, cheating yeah. and shortcuts were allowed. Oh, yes. This sounds like the most badass cutthroat festival I know. I know. in the entire world. Uh, there was dog race, so like dog mushing. Uh, there was dog catching competition. So oh, whoever what? could bring the most dogs to like this certain area by the end of the day won. And like some, then, some fucking like dog enthusiast is like, I have an idea for the ice worm festival. And then like at the end of the festival, you could or at the end of the day, you could come pick up your dog. Like they were basically saying like steal like everyone that you could find, steal their dog and bring it to us. And then at the end of the day, if you can't find your dog, like come to the fucking ice worm festival and come pick it up. Oh, where's Albert? Where? Oh, you know what? I bet he's at the ice worm festival. Right? I saw Jonathan come kick in our front door. He grabbed him earlier, so. That's probably where he's at. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, there was, like, a dance. There's, like, a street dance. There's just, like, crazy stuff. And so, like, it has oh taken off, man. Like, it's extreme. So you can go to the Cordova Iceworm Festival website. Um, mm. I don't think they, like, 100% have, of course, like, the schedule made for next year because it, they still have plenty of time. But there's food, volleyball, bunko, fucking basketball, photo contest they have movies they have salsa cook-off um holy shit it's literally every like great part about every festival just crammed into one it's the yeah. og get lost in space dance party dj and costumes what? <laughs> there's a flag raising iceworm photo show Sur oh okay God. survival suit races like i don't even know you know those people up there are getting lit, too. They're probably drinking the most delicious, like, warm, alcoholic drinks. Oh, yeah. Dude, the oyster shuck and suck at the powder house? Like, count me in. <laughs> Get me the in on that suck. Are you telling me you're having an oyster shuck and suck and you didn't invite me? You know I love sucking up those boogers. Good grief. So, anyway, it sounds like a fucking lit, amazing time. Sounds um, like a romp. This is all like a nonprofit, like volunteer setup thing. Like this is they have sponsors, obviously now because it's incredible. God. Can um, I volunteer remotely? I think no. I think you gotta go, but you can you Damn can it. become a sponsor, I guess, if you own a business. God, what if I we spot? What if we spot? I was just about to say, what if we spent some of our hard-earned money <laughs> on sponsoring the Cordova Ice Worm Festival? Okay, what is the? Okay, the oh, dude, fifty dollars. Done. $50 level sponsor. Oh. My. God. We this could is be the up most there. important business venture. We could be up I there with Dale and Sue Numa. PJ's Farmhouse Boutique. Sue's Knives. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Papa John, if you're still listening, fuck Get you. the fuck out of here. <laughs> We're done with you. We are moving on to the Cordova Iceworm Festival. I'm not even joking. 
Okay, well, after we hang up on this phone call, we're gonna, um... Okay, gonna okay, get okay our listen. business affairs in okay, order. Okay, listen, $50, you get the name, our name on the sponsor page online, but $100, yeah. we get our name online and a name on the printed schedule. It says, Shit. all sponsors get Facebook recognition that increase with each level. I'm... <laughs> Oh my we god, we have to, to do Cordova this. Ice Worm Festival 2020? We have to. We have to. Do we, we have, have to. in Alaska? Please tell us you've been. Please tell us. Please email me. Please oh tell me. Oh my god, what if all of our listeners just like did a mass exodus to Cordova and they all attended the Ice Worm Festival? I'm saying 2021, like. I'm saying. Meetup. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying the meetup. <gasps> the new worm. Oh my god. They have pictures of all the past worms. Oh, there's the first worm. He's adorable. Okay. I love oh, worm facts. I love worm related content. Donate to the and worm. like this is just like the intersection of everything that I hold dear and also the like really strange interests that you and I share. So I don't think I mean I think this was always faded to Okay, be. they also have like a, a GoFundMe to make Cordova Iceworm's biggest festival worm and they're crowdfunding ten thousand dollars and they only have thirty five hundred of their goal. Oh, well we're gonna tweet about it then. They invested five thousand in a baby ice worm last year. Okay, yeah, we're but gonna the like... new big worm will cost twelve thousand dollars. We're gonna get the the word out there. Yeah, like Obviously, we'll be we a have sponsor, a massive fan base, <laughs> and like our fans are gonna help the Cordova worm. Absolutely, Lord, Lord. Um, on a side note, do they do anything for conservation? This is not a make or breaker thing because I'm still committed to being a sponsor, but I'm just curious. <laughs> they posted an update that was like, due to our support from Alaska Airlines, our worm will fly to us for free. Hmm. So I don't know if they need money to fly the worm or if they need money to buy the worm. The old flyer buy. I'm confused. We've got to be a sponsor. We gotta. Everything, every decision that I've made in my entire life has led to this. We have so much money right now. Like, (laughs) I can't. Okay, Cordova Ice. We need new computers. Just kidding. This is more pressing. What's more, what's more important to us? Important, consistent audio for our millions of listeners. Absolutely or not. becoming a sponsor of the Cordova Absolutely. Ice Worm Festival 2020. Incredible. Miss Iceworm. Fuck yeah. There's a scholarship program for Miss Iceworm. Look at them okay. all. Ugh. That's a very good thing. Recognizing Cordova's high-achieving young women, awarding financial scholarships, and providing educational career and personal development opportunities. Mm-hmm. Look at these incredible women. Ugh. Amazing. They have to have at least a 2.5 and no tobacco or alcohol infractions. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yep. Done. <laughs> we can't be Miss Iceworm Queen. Wow. That's fine. I. Okay, well, that's all I have now. What, in life or? Just about the worm. Oh, okay. Excellent. Uh, that was very, very good. Thank you. Uh, how is this worm doing? We didn't even get to their, like, conservation. I mean, Nobody knows that I would we imagine... can't do science at night. Right, but I would imagine, I'm just gonna, hmm, I'm just gonna guess. Okay, so, like, I would imagine, since all of our ice caps are melting because our country is dying and rotting and our um, politicians aren't doing anything about it, that they're, like, the worms aren't maybe, like, doing so hot, you know? But there's, like, a 40 billion of them. Right, but... They're very temperature. I know. Maybe somebody should do something about it, but. Maybe someone should, like, scoop up some worms and. Study the worm. Help those worms. You know? Is anyone available to do that? <laughs> anyone out there? No? Okay. Well, I started asking. Crickets. Um, okay. Well, that was super interesting. I love worms. I love worm facts. I honestly cannot believe it took us this long to talk about a worm. <laughs> and I just, like, love that it ended up being this culmination of everything that we've been working toward. Yes. And I can't wait to be involved with the Cordova Ice Worm Festival. I'm, I'm really excited. I really, I'm hoping. I mean, like, why wouldn't they take our money, you know? Yes. You know? Yeah. Oh, Money's sign money. up to be a sponsor here. Oh. Oh, you just do it. Oh, it's just uh-huh. a web. Oh, we could just do it. Oh, they take, uh, they take credit card. Okay. Perfect. In fucking credible. 
Hell yes. I love it. I love it. I love everything. Great. Do you want to give us a TLDL on this worm? Yeah, let's do a TLDL on the ice worm. So it's a worm, y'all. I'm going to rustle some papers. Rustle? That's not right. Okay, this is an animal. It's an annelid because it's a ringed and segmented worm. It's a clytellata, which means it is uh, has a clytellum, which is the band-aid s- fucking squishy bit. Um, we're specifically talking about the Mesenchytrius silifugus, uh, which is this ice worm found in Cordova specifically, um, as well as northern coastal glaciers. Uh, they are have pretty have a oh my god they have a pretty high population density oh here's the range they're sensitive to temperatures from negative seven degrees Celsius to five degrees Celsius so they have a pretty limited range that they are able to thrive perfect in. okay they're quite small with about fifteen millimeters long and about half a millimeter wide but they are worm shaped very dark in coloration uh they are related to earthworms and leeches they're in that same grouping so um picture of earthworm or a leech. They have bodies, and they locomote via parasitolysis, which is that, like, worm movement. They do burrow. They are hermaphroditic. They make male and female, or, yeah, male and female gametes. Um, They can live in North American glaciers uh, from Alaska down to Washington State. Again, high density, over 300 per square meter. There's probably more ice worms on planet Earth than there are people. And by probably, I mean there are. Uh, really, really small temperature range. Otherwise, they will freeze or they'll melt. They're the only known worm to live in temperatures this close to zero degrees Celsius for its entire life. They do eat snow algae and pollen. And they do have a kind of cyclical cycle during the day and the summer months where they're like coming out during um, the night and then going back down during the day. And that's to avoid high temperatures and the sun baking their tiny body. Uh, yeah. There is a celebration of the worm every year in Cordova, Alaska, and it's called the Cordova Ice Worm Festival, and it is incredible. Um, yeah, these guys are interesting because the Cordovians love them, and because we want to know why they don't freeze, and if we can use that on really important vital organs so we can ship them better. They're also mm-hmm. eaten by birdies, and they're probably not doing so well because of the melting ice caps, but who knows because we can't do the science. Right, right. That's all I have. It was very good. I was super interested. Yeah, I love worms. Worm town, worm town. Well, thank love you this guys. worm talk. Welcome um, to worm talk. Welcome to worm we'll talk. see you next time on worm talk. Yes, that's all we got. So thank you for joining us. If you want to follow us on social media, we have a Facebook and an Instagram and a Twitter. We're pretty commonly active now on all of them, actually, which is very surprising. Um, you can also email us at keeperchat at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook group, Keeper Chat Grime Time, to share memes. If you want to support us, support the podcast, we super appreciate that. We donate money to conservation all the time. So as of right now, none of that money has gone to a single thing in our pockets other than... No, it pays for the hosting of the podcast and that's it. I was trying to think. No, we haven't fucking yeah. bought. I haven't bought a single fucking thing. Oh, yeah, we yep. food. <laughs> oh great um yeah and if you, if you want to support us you can on patreon.com slash keeper chat five dollars a month gives you access to all bonus content previously made pictures behind the scenes um goofs and laughs also gives you access to our discord which um we chat about in and um a little bit more access to us i guess if you want to see a bunch of pictures of our cats it's like all it is um and some it's funny a lot memes. of cat content it's pretty good stuff pretty good place to be uh, if you haven't rated and reviewed us on iTunes, please do so. That donates $5 to conservation because we take our monthly reviews and then our patrons pick a conservation organization and we send $5 per review, regardless of the rating, to that conservation organization. So, so far we've done CCF, the Cheetah Conservation Fund, as well as Volpro, which helps vultures in Africa. Mm-hmm. Two awesome organizations that we love to support. Um, I've been trying to think of, like, a really fun way to say rate and review because it's really hard to say and I hate saying it and I just wanted to think of, like, something fun. And I texted you the other night that I wanted to call them rat raves. (laughs) Yeah, I really like it. I think it's perfect. It's on brand. So, yeah, all of our rat rave money. So, if you hear that, it'll, it'll, that's what that means. So, join us in our rat raves. Please support rat raves. Um, I think that is finally all. 
We love hearing, hearing from you guys. We don't pay money for advertising, so everybody learns about our podcast from, like, word of mouth or posts that you're sharing or suggesting us to people and your friends and people on Facebook groups. We see you reaching out to people and commenting and tagging us, and we super appreciate it um, because yep. the more people that listen to our podcast, the more famous we get, and that's what this is all about. And we see you. We see you when you guys do that. We freak out. Yeah, I legitimately stalk all of you every day of my life, so. Okay, well, we... We're not that weird about it. <laughs> There's no ice worm that follows you wherever you go, and uh-huh. he reads all of your tweets. And oh, tells he's me what great. they say. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. So thanks so much for joining us. If you liked it, cool. If you didn't like it, I don't really care. Maybe keep it to yourself. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Smell you later. <laughs>